0: Welcome to Community Groups. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, My name is Maddie, and I'm the Connections Director here at Hill City Church, and I am back hosting our mini-series all about spiritual disciplines. Through this conversation, we hope that each of you listening leaves with new perspective on how spiritual disciplines might free up space in your head, your faith, or your relationships for something better. This series is inspired by a book written back in the 70s called The Celebration of the Disciplines, and the author, Richard Foster, explores 12 different types of spiritual disciplines. In part one of this mini-series, we will cover six disciplines total. We'll talk to some of our staff members here at Hill City to explore what each discipline is, why it matters, and if living it out could actually be liberating. So I'm here today with... Cara Robinson. Hi. Hello. Um, and like we've been doing every week, we're starting things off with an icebreaker. So Cara, if you were a famous musician, what kind of music would you make?
1: Rock. I, okay, so quick, brief story. When we were at a church in Charleston, South Carolina called Seacoast, um, I was hanging out before getting ready for like an Easter production practice and was getting to know one of our worship leaders that was newer at our church. His name's Nate Davis. And I asked him if he gave guitar lessons because at the time I had a guitar and I was trying to learn how to play it. And he said, well, it helps me know um, what your goal is. You know, like, is are you a part of a community group or small group and you want to be able to play some worship tunes um are you wanting to play it with your kids or whatever yeah and um he was like so why do you want to learn and I said I want to be a rock star (laughs) and he like thought I was joking and like started laughing but I was I was kind of serious it like (laughs) I would love to be a rock star (laughs) I love like Foo Fighters Silver Sun pickups I want to be a rock star
0: I mean that's like really pure and great. You were still dreaming.
1: Yes, you but still are. I never really got past playing basic chords because mm. I have small hands and it was hard for me. I think it was like the F chord. It was hard to reach, so mm. I don't have that guitar anymore. I wanted to go shopping, so I took it to a pawn shop <laughs> so I could go buy clothes.
0: I mean, but can't rock, I guess. Maybe one day I might pick it back look. Up.
1: I could maybe look like a rock star, for sure. I'm confident in that. Yeah.
0: All right. Mm. I love it. (laughs) Kara, the future rock star. Right. All right. Well, uh, Kara is going to cover the spiritual discipline of guidance. So, Kara, take it away. What is guidance? How would you define it? And why do you think it matters? Right.
1: Well, um, when a group of people seek God's divine wisdom and leadership in their lives and his will trumps their own personal preference and desires. That is basically guidance. When you are seeking God's purpose and let him drive your life instead of your own desires. Um, And then there's different ways and how that looks and Mm -hmm. shows up in our lives.
0: Okay, I love it. Um, Why do you feel like guidance matters?
1: Well, when you think about becoming a Christian or following Christ um you think about salvation and being a Jesus follower is all about that guidance putting Christ's ideals for how we live life and finding our purpose in life um whether it's our job or the hobbies we do the relationships we have um that's what salvation means is letting him kind of drive that car
0: yeah that's awesome um this is listed as a corporate discipline. So each of our disciplines fall under one of three categories. So corporate disciplines bring us nearer to one another and to God. So um sounds like you hit the nail on the head with that one.
1: Well, and like the word corporate, when you first started talking to me about it, I got nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> what does corporate guidance mean? Um But it's really this this part of the discipline is cool in a sense because it's talking about how God doesn't just move in us as individuals, that our faith is actually a corporate faith. And sometimes that can get a bad rap. So when I was growing up, I had friends going back to my rock theme (laughs) I had um, friends that were in a band. It was called Grooveyard, A guy I was dating in high school was a part of um, Gordo and the Fuzzy Sweaters. And oh, wow. corporate rock was bad. Like corporate can have a bad like connotation mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, everyone's doing the same. Don't stick out. Right. But what this means is God is doing a movement in a group of people and he's guiding a group of us together. So our faith, while it's an individual choice and decision to follow Christ, it is not meant to be lived out alone. It's meant to be lived out as a grouping of people. Yeah. And there is power in that when we come together and we think about like corporate prayer, coming together as a group um, of people to seek God's corporate guidance like in our life so how god wants to move us it could be as a family um so one example that could be like a corporate way of guidance is when my husband and i were looking to buy a house we were going to leave where we were we knew we wanted to move somewhere else but we were looking at the different pockets you know in neighborhoods and areas and um i was bound and determined like we were going to go one particular spot my husband wasn't 100 sold but was like yeah I'll, I'll go look at this house you know that you really like and we both really liked it in this particular neighborhood and before we decided this was it we asked for like wags and Lacey, who are our friends and also our pastor like hey come to see this house and just tell us what you think and um would you mind like praying with us at this house that we would either have a peace of mind about it and know this is where God wants to move us. Um, and it wasn't, you know, like we weren't going outside of Richmond, mm-hmm. but still like, that's important where you live. That's where God's going to use you. Um, or is this not it? Yeah. And so we prayed and um like the four of us together. And sure enough, like later on within that week, you know, while I'm also having my own like time of prayer, I could feel God saying hey this this other place is where I want you and that's not where I wanted to go like it is not what I was seeking and I think there's like just this power of corporately coming together with other believers to like affirm or say I don't know like I just don't feel good about this um Because while sometimes we can interpret things differently, there are some things where God's like, no, I'm not going to tell you one thing and use something else. And so there's a power in like seeking together God's guidance. So, but, um, but yeah, so when I first heard corporate, I was like, I don't really understand. And then the more (laughs) I really looked in and delved into what a a corporate
0: guidance could be, then I was like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Those are awesome examples. Um, the writer of the celebration of disciplines, he shares about how spiritual disciplines are liberating, like they are not confining. So when it comes to guidance, do you agree with that?
1: Oh, for sure. Um, it can be overwhelming, I think, to, to feel like you're going through life by yourself or what is my purpose? Um, why am I here? And it's liberating to have this guidance as something that you tap into to help you and to know that no matter what, your purpose is to be able to worship Christ and use how he created you, your gifts and talents, you know, to bring glory and honor to him and know that he wants you to be in a a community of believers to not go through life by yourself. So I think definitely guidance for sure is one that, is super liberating. It's not being told you have to fit into this mold. It's I'm going to come alongside you and I know like what is going to happen. I've got you in your future. I'm going to help you get there. Let's do it together.
0: Yeah. Type of a sense. I'd agree. When I saw your notes on this, I started thinking about um, when I first kind of started following Jesus that it was like such a relief to finally Mm. have a little bit of a compass and like people that were using the same compass. For Um, sure. Because I even think about like the world of social media and news right now (laughs) and like how much information you can consume. Um, You do need something to guide you because you could easily go down so many different paths so it is nice to have a kind of I don't know, like, a, again, a compass to say, okay, you can view everything through this lens um, For sure. people around you. So I totally relate to it, feeling liberating and relieving and helpful, um, even though it's technically a quote-unquote discipline.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, what are some tangible tips or, I don't know, other thoughts you have when it comes to kind of practicing this or how guidance gets played out?
1: Right. Well, um, if you already consider yourself a Christ follower, um, you know, taking that part seriously and thinking, okay, well, um, I know like I want to follow Jesus. What am I doing to be able to do that in a closer way? So a lot of that is like then kind of individual guidance things. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and we'll get to the corporate part of what that looks like in a second, but like making sure that you're, studying the scripture you know that you're doing a bible study or you're reading it and spending time in prayer um prayer is a huge way mm-hmm. <laughs> to to seek guidance it's just like a friend like if i were to call uh, my mom for you know parenting advice or whatever um i can wonder what she thinks but if i don't actually ask her and participate like mm-hmm. in a conversation with her i'm never gonna know you know <laughs> for sure so if we're not spending time Asking God and, you know, to guide us and also like listening. And a lot of the time, so that can also be like, what? I'm going to hear an audible uh-huh. voice. So back to the moving um story I told, I did not hear an audible voice of God going, Cora, mm-hmm. you know, say <laughs> no to the house. But it was like a solid, like I could feel it in my insides. Like, In my heart and in my mind, those two things were all of a sudden equally yoked. And I had just this, it was like a sudden change of thought where I had a feeling that God was like, hey, this is not the community I have for you. Mm. Your kids already have community in this other pocket. You are going to be used in this other place. You know, this is not what you want, but you're going to end up growing from it. Okay. You know, and I can look back now and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad Yeah, that God intervened with that. So when you hear people say, like, God was telling me, it's it's like this, you feel it in your bones, almost, you know, direction of like, no, this is it. And sometimes you will feel that and you'll go back and go, yeah, that was actually more just of what I really wanted. Mm-hmm. But there are specific times that I can think back, oh yeah, that was totally God. So again, so with the guidance part, make sure you're in prayer you're spending time and also like just sitting and being open to quiet and being still Uh um or you'll miss that feeling if you're constantly just going you know and i would like this to happen and can you please help my friend do that like that's not bad but if we're just going through a checklist of like what we want help with Uh then you're you can miss out on that guidance um definitely being in god's word the discipleship tracks are huge with that right now, that is an amazing thing that you can do to tap into God's guidance. Huge. The corporate part of this that you can do is um, partner up with friends that are equally yoked and like-minded um, with you in your faith and find someone also like a further, a little bit further along. So Lisa Turkest gives a great example about climbing a tree. And when you're climbing a tree with friends, you know, if there's a friend that's like, How did you get all the way up there? They're like, Oh, I used this limb over here. I stepped over here. I mm-hmm. grabbed that one. And then you just have to pull yourself up, you know, or like, Here, take my hand and I'll help you reach this limb. Um, That's kind of like what the spiritual faith is. So look for someone that's a little bit higher up in your tree mm-hmm. that can help you, whether it's, you know, keeping you accountable, you know, to prayer, reading the Bible, or going to church. Um, Or stopping a bad habit, you know, that, you know, is keeping you from growing in your faith. Um, But look for someone a little bit further along. Um, Someone that knows you because you want it to be an organic, you know, friendship and relationship. But definitely finding kind of like a spiritual mentor that you can be open and honest with um, is also a great way to grow in that.
0: Yeah. Gosh, that's all huge. That's such good advice. Uh, Anything else you would like to share about this discipline?
1: Um, I don't think so. I would just say don't let it be overwhelming, you know, the guidance part. It's, um, it's really simple, but I think it's one of the first things we overlook, Mm. um, in our faith is the ability to be able to talk to God and tap into his guidance and the Bible too. Like it's filled with things you understand, things you don't understand, but, um, definitely stories of people that, had the opportunity to walk with God and see how it played out in their life. Um, And I think that sometimes those are the two quickest things that Mm -hmm. we let go by the wayside when we get busy.
0: For sure. Uh, Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for asking me. Yeah. uh, That is all from us. Those of you listening at your community group, your host has your discussion questions. Thanks for listening.